everybody what is up we are approaching the semi-finals week 15 where the fan bros podcast about to kick this one off got a big week for a lot of people coming up oh man if you're still in it i'm with you the nerves are there you you want the win we're so close to getting that that gold let's get it going so at this point there's not a whole lot you can do to pick up people we'll cover a couple streamers but right now it's more so who do you start? Who do you sit? Things change fast, so we're going to go matchup by matchup, touch on people, who you should sit, who you should start. So let's start with Thursday night, the L.A. Chargers versus the Raiders. Yeah, Jacobs is probably the most notable thing we need to touch right now. He missed that week. He was uh, kind of injured, and he came back and was playing good. He had a weird tackle in the first half that uh, kind of gimped him up. And they did a lot of Jalen Rashard, but it was also kind of uh, they were trying to move the ball quick, uh, hurry up offense. So Jalen Rashard kind of stayed there. Josh Jacobs came back in, got a lot of carries. Um, I think he's going to be fine this week. I, he's going he's a great volume play, even though he hasn't been finishing great amongst the other running backs, like on a on a point basis. He's still running the ball really hard and looks good. I think this week he could uh, get some pay dirt and. You have to start him, I think. He's almost a must-start. Yeah, he's pretty much there. I mean, he's slid more into a high-end RB2 kind of over the last few weeks, Mm -hmm. but still, to think that you'd have two or three guys to start ahead of him is not likely. We'll probably give some scenarios as we go through the other matchups of him versus player B and see where we go, you know, how high would we have to be to actually bench him. But, no, it's a good matchup Thursday night. I think Josh Jacobs is a good start. Uh, on the other side of the ball, both the main wide receivers are dinged up. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both struggling with some injuries. We expect both to play. And Keenan's the one we're looking to play. Mike Williams screwed people bad last week if he started them. He goose-egged, left the game. So even if he plays, I just it's hard to bet, against, bet on a guy who just came off a goose-egg. So Keenan Allen on that side, Eckler, obvious start. On the Raiders side, I think Ruggs is on COVID protocol or something like that. Yeah. Do you like Aguilar this week? I mean, he's had some big yes, games recently. I, I like him more than, let's say, Beasley. Now that John Brown's back, I, I'm not really into Beasley. We're, we're going to touch on that matchup next. That's but, a good comparison. Um, like some, that. Somebody like that where you picked up you know, the last four weeks or something right around that range. Um, I, I like Aguilar over a lot of players right now just because Ruggs is out. And he's got the volume. He gets, like, a decent amount of targets, and he has the big play. He is the guy on the deep routes, even when Ruggs is healthy. So Ruggs is on COVID, so I like Aguilar a lot this week. Somebody else that comes to mind just there, if you were relying on Devontae Parker coming in, even if he plays this week, I think I might go Aguilar just because the injury scares you. So that's kind of where we feel about him. Um, One more thing before I move on the matchup. Hunter Henry. Now, are you willing to to – kind of stream him this week. I mean, he's like a tight end streamer, I guess, because he's boomer bust. Yeah, I mean, guys like Tunyon have really emerged ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Logan Thomas, I still like better than him. So he's kind of at that borderline where he's a start if you've been rolling him out. He's not the best start, but there's probably not eight, nine better options. I don't love it, but I, you could roll with him. All right, I got a great one. Uh, fan, he missed last week with an illness, non-COVID-related. He comes back and he's completely healthy. You want Fant or Henry? Oh, man. Okay, let's say that Fant is a full practice tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a full go tomorrow. 
I think I would go to him. Just the passing game in Denver's been better, mm-hmm. so I I would slightly lean there. And he's like a focal point, even though he he's is. Not. He is. So if if I know he's a full go tomorrow, I would go Fant. If he was even looking iffy, I would just start Henry because they're pretty close to me, kind of in the low end one range. But yeah, I would lean Fant. All right, now g- jumping right into that matchup, uh, Broncos Bills at Broncos. Um, wow. Josh Allen, that he was in his zone, man. He was. He started he was, slow. He started. He did, man. I had the Bills, man. The Bills are gaining some traction. Diggs looks so good. But let's get in this matchup. Devin Singletary and the Bills. Do you like him? I mean, do you or because Zach Moss is there. He's always yeah. gonna be there, you know. Yeah, and for that reason, I don't like either. I, I okay. think there's a lot of people I'd rather start. And also the touchdown touchdown upside with them, Josh Allen rushes in more touchdowns yeah, than the backs. We talk about it a lot, but he literally is the running back for the Buffalo Bills. So those two, I, unless I'm the desperate of desperation, I'm I'm out on both Bills backs. Yeah, now let's get into Beasley because John Brown is back. Now we said a couple weeks back when John Brown went on to IR that Beasley – would be a startable asset. It's time to put Beasley back on the little toy shelf and sit, sit him for the rest of the season. Uh, you don't flex Beasley just because there's too many pass options. Dawson Knox has uh, emerged as like a kind of a, a little pass option again, and uh, so I, I don't think that you play Beasley for the rest of the season. Yeah, and Denver's passing defense has been better than you might expect as well. So even the matchup alone is not mm-hmm. great. So with those options, it's just gonna be digs. On the skill position players for the Bills, as good as they are, they spread it so much. I only love Diggs. I don't like the receivers. I don't like the tight ends or the running backs. Now, there's some decent wide receiver streamers for the Broncos right now. Uh, let's go Hamler. I think, I think I'd rather stream or flex Hamler in a stream scenario over Beasley right now for sure. Are you the same way on that? Man, or what? that that's close. I, yeah, I'd like I'm any, not expecting what he did last week every week. But, but just yeah, overall. I think... Any of the Broncos three guys, I would probably prefer over Beasley at this point just for the boom potential. Patrick, Judy even, who's not been good, and Hamler. But especially Hamler and Patrick, they're kind of in the three range. I I like them more than Beasley. That's kind of how the swap's going. Even though the Bills D showed out last week, they really haven't been that much to, like, you know, be scared of fantasy-wise. The opposite side of Tredavious White is going to be vulnerable. We don't know who that is, but those guys, I still – one of them could pop off more than the second – Mm-hmm. across from Diggs. And that's why I'm feeling Hamler. I like Hamler yeah, a lot right I now. I do. He, he's, he's got big potential. If you need kind of a home run at that spot, he, he's a good play, Hamler. Yeah. Now, the the backfield, that's a complete toss-up. I mean, Melvin yeah. Gordon, I mean, he he is the, the more startable running back, but it's just, I mean, I know there's people out there that have been relying on him. I guess you do have to play him at this point, but it's, I don't know. I, what, what say of you, Melvin? So... I put him slightly above the Bills' backs, where he is startable, but he's at the very bottom of what I would consider startable, where he's only, if you have to, look to go somewhere else. Just the Broncos, sometimes they pass a lot, sometimes they run a lot, run a lot and he's not great enough, I think, to roll him out there unless you really have to. So we'll probably put him in some scenario-type questions later, too. How do you feel? I don't love Melvin Gordon, but I like him more than the Bills' guys. It's just, I don't know, they need to make one of them a workhorse and one of them like a pace back. Because, I mean, Carolina's a very 
bad run D, and he only had 13 carries against them when he actually has looked really good this year. Obviously, Philip Lindsay has looked way more explosive, but uh, hitting a cut, making people miss. I mean, Melvin Gordon's looked good this year. Yeah. That's why he's actually had decent games. Um, but they just got to commit to one. He only had 13 carries against Carolina, so that's kind of scary because that's like a team that you would think like, hey, we're going to kind of run on their, their bad run D, and they didn't with Melvin. So I, he's, a, he's like a fringe RB2. You're kind of hoping for that touchdown because if he's not, he's kind of looking like last week, 13 for 68 three catches and 23 that I mean that's right around the ballpark that's like the max you're looking for in just the yard game unless he pops off um yeah I mean I like him over man I probably like him over uh I can't even think of anybody we'll talk some because the RB2 spot is where there's going to be a lot of questions this week I mean I like him over Fournette I get or no probably I mean, that's kind of where I see him. In that kind of where you're not loving it, but if you got to have one, there is some upside. Yeah, there. I mean, there is. As we go, we'll come back and we'll touch on them, and even the Bills backs too, because there's a lot of questions there. But I think he probably agrees. Sleepers, the Broncos, two guys. Hamler, one we agree on, and Tim Patrick. If you're thin at receiver and maybe you're dealing with an injury there, they're not bad dart throws at all. I think they've no. got more upside than a lot of other people you can just pick up right now. So Yeah. And then another thing to monitor for the Saturday game, let's go into it. The Panthers, Packers, Mike Davis, CMC, that's like a big thing here. So CMC, if he plays, he's probably healthy and going to have a good game. But if not, I mean, Mike Davis, you just you have to fire him up against Packers D, right? Pretty if, much. If he's the only much. guy, right? Yeah, and, and CMC is already listed as doubtful, so he's he's done. Yeah, he's I not think so. playing. Yeah. Mike Davis is an R, an RB1 and a pretty elite one. Just whoever has him, that's it's been better than expected. You, you really got to trot him out there. There's no, there's no way you have two guys better than him. It's a dream matchup, and you lucked out to have him at this point in the season. Yeah, and Packers D not only isn't that good of a run, he's just not that great in general. So there's yeah. going to be ball movement. There's going to be, you know, in between the tackles, run movement. Uh, I think Mike Davis is going to be like a top five on the week this week in a, in a must-win week. That's going to be crucial. Um, Robbie Anderson has, you know, he's actually been decent with uh, some of the receivers going down, but you for sure just seem he's start, no question, right now for you? I mean, this passing game is one I've spent a lot of time this week thinking about because I own Curtis Samuel in a couple places too. So I, I think – I would feel good starting all three. DJ Moore's returning. Robbie Anderson, I think, stands a little bit above those two, mm-hmm. where I'm yeah. pretty comfortable starting him just about everywhere. He has a good role in the offense. He does have a good role, and they spread it around. But I like Robbie Anderson. This passing game, somebody's going to boom. Mm-hmm. Somebody's not. But I like Anderson. And then a little less than that, I like DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. I think I'll just – another sleeper I had this week, maybe it's because I have him and I'm hoping for it, is Curtis Samuel. He's gotten some red zone carries even when yeah. uh, CMC misses. Yeah, when CMC's out, that's a perfect flex. Yeah. I, I like Curtis Samuel a lot. Anytime CMC's out, Curtis Samuel is a nice Definitely. flex. And I think he's the only one we can be certain avoids a lot of, uh, what's his name, Jair Alexander. Yeah, J- yeah, exactly. So he might stick on DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson. That still doesn't make me lean far away from those guys. But Anderson's nice. Yeah, Robbie I like, Anderson's yeah. nice. Those other two are, if you need them, they're okay. They're not the best, but they're good flex plays. Now, let's get on to Big Bob, Big Bob Tunyon, the, the Funyonator. Man, I, 
you got to start him, right? I mean, he's he's eight touchdowns on the season. He's had four touch or three touchdowns in a row in each game, and he looks like he's one of A. Rodgers' boys. He looks like a. We always talk about how they could support two wide receivers. We're not used to the tight end, but it looks like it's a tight end and a wide receiver with the way they run the ball. I mean, the, the tight end is going to be open on schemed on schemed routes like almost ninety percent of the time. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much said it all, and unless you've just held Tunyon being a dickhead while you still have a Travis Kelsey or Darren Waller, he's in your lineup and you're happy about it. He's He's been great. He's scored more touchdowns than just about any tight end. I mean, this is what this is what you hope when you find a waiver wire guy in the midseason, and yeah. Tunyon is looking great. Yeah, I, I like him over, like, you know, proclaimed tight end ones like uh, Rob Gronkowski or... Um, you know, Hunter Henry, stuff, like players like that. I I really yeah. like him over them and you know. pretty easily. So yeah, yeah. I did, even Logan Thomas. You know, uh, you know all those. I, he's just he's got way bigger boom and a decent floor, and that's yeah. kind of all you can ask for our, your your tight end right now. Yeah, he's probably around the four, five, six overall tight end in my opinion this week. So if you have him, it's just it's a good one. He's got upside. You never know a tight end, but he looks good. Anybody else we could touch on here? I mean, a desperate play, maybe you could flex Jamal Williams. Mm -hmm. They've been a little more split lately, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. But that's still a risky proposition in the semifinals. So that that's pretty much... Yeah, that's a big risk. We pretty much touched on who Because Aaron wanted. Jones is healthy now, so yeah. that is a big risk. Although Jamal Williams is a beast in himself. But, I mean, he's just not... He doesn't get the work that Aaron does. Yeah. That's a big... So, so here, I'll give you one to think about, and it kind of puts in perspective, Jamal Williams or Devin Singletary? Oh, you had man. to start one. Who is I, it? I guess Devin Singletary, because you're just hoping he gets... Because he has the more, I guess, opportunities at carries. A bigger yardage floor, you think. Yeah, I guess. But Jamal could come in and get a touchdown in the red zone. I mean, that's not a crazy proposition. I guess I'm, I'm Devin Singletary. I'm sticking with Devin Singletary. I kind of lean Jamal Williams, but I think the, the point of this discussion is that those guys are people to avoid yeah. at this point in time stay away you know do what else you can all right moving on to Sunday matchups first the San Fran 49ers who've been kind of weird to, to kind of figure out as far as fantasy goes against the Dallas Cowboys so starting on the San Fran side I mean the matchup's really good against the Cowboys Something to keep an eye on. Mostert looks like he has an ankle injury they seem to be worried about it he's got an MRI and he didn't practice today if he misses, I love Jeff Wilson. Mm -hmm. Jarek McKinnon goes into that desperation flex mode like a Jamal Williams. Mm -hmm. But Jeff Wilson, if, if he's anywhere and you can acquire him, please do it. If Mostert sits, Jeff Wilson is a top 12 play. If Mostert were to play somehow, he would be that guy. But I'm worried about him, so Jeff Wilson to me looks really attractive. Yeah, and I like. I think I like Jeff Wilson regardless. Um, we've seen him come in and have a three TD day with other running backs in the uh, the backfield. So uh, if Mostert's out, Jeff Wilson is very good. Um, probably, yeah, like you said, top twelve on the week. He pushing like a top eight if he can get a, a couple tutties. Um, now there's a window for activation of Kittle. There is. I mean, I. I do you want to you want to speak on that? Do you think he's going to play this week? What what? Uh... So I have him in mm -hmm. two different spots, and my idea all along was if I made it to week sixteen, I would play him if he was active. Now it's kind of in your face that this week's a possibility. I guess unless you have 
really after Tunyon. Even Tunyon I would go before, but if you have Waller, Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Tunyon, am I missing anybody? If no. you don't have one of them and Kittle is activated, I start him right after those guys. He's just too good to even if he doesn't play the full slate of snaps, he's still better than a Logan Thomas, than a Irv Smith Jr. That's how I see Kittle. Yeah. He's still a mid-range one this week if he gets activated. Yeah, and we've seen uh, Mullins hit the tight ends for touchdowns in previous weeks. Jordan Reed had one. Uh, Dwelly had one. So if Kittle is in there actually getting snaps, I mean, you kind of have to start him. To, unless you have one of those top guys that we're talking about. Yeah. And you know if you do. So, um, yeah, I like to slide him in there. Now, Cowboys, CD, uh, Cooper, what what's what do you what save you? What? So Cooper's been getting touchdowns lately. Yeah, you probably gotta ride him. If you've been riding him, keep riding him. That's what you're hoping for. That's it. That is it and all. I mean Zeke Elliott. You want to touch on the passing options? What do you feel about them first? Amari Cooper. Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's not, not a must start, he's but not, he's close. Yeah, he's close. He's and, a strong too. Probably be knowing how he was drafted, he probably almost is a must start exactly. in most scenarios, unless you just somehow had a crazy draft and you pick up, you know, digs around the next round or something. I mean, and you got like a good depth. I mean, you're kind of pinned. I, 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 there's a, there's a scenario where I wouldn't start him, but you, if you have other options, you know. I mean, but I, I mean, he has a connection with Dalton. It looks like a little bit. So he's nothing to be terrified about. He's yeah. still a good play. Yeah. Uh, CD, no, I'm not. I mean, I guess. He, but Gallup has had a couple touchdowns too. Not a couple, just like a touchdown the other week. Um, he's just a hard streamer for me, even though he is so talented. Um, I could see where you're flexing him, you're streaming him in a flex position. But I mean, I would like to f- hit other players this week just because. Yeah, I mean they're not throwing the ball enough for the second option to be a great fantasy exactly. player. Exactly. If it you're playing the second option, is. you're hoping he vultures touchdowns from Cooper and the and the red zone looks from Cooper. Which isn't guaranteed. So. Yeah, I look at a Hamler, a Patrick, and kind of put them in the same range as CD. You're yeah. just looking for something kind of lucky. So downgrade all those guys. So I have to say, Zeke is either limited or missing practice with a calf injury. It's been a couple weeks now, so he probably still plays. That snap share is getting closer to 50-50 with Pollard. What, what do you think about Zeke? As most owners, you don't have two better options. He was probably your first pick. So what, what do you think? This one's tough. It is tough because we've said it for a couple weeks now where Pollard just looks better. He has more juice. Now, is he a better running back per se? No. But does he have more juice right now at this point in the season? Yes. He runs fucking hard, really hard. He's run through like almost every arm tackle. Um, Now, if, if Zeke gets pushed back, let's say, you know, Friday he has like a limited or, you know, uh, doesn't participate practice somehow or you know limited practice I uh I would maybe flex Pollard just because he's actually looked good and, and it's a 50-50 but it's I mean it is Zeke I mean if he's if Zeke plays I mean Zeke is probably going to get red zone touches and that's just what it is yeah he, he's he's tough though he's kind of a lower end too I'm trying to think of some some scenarios him versus J.K. Dobbins against the Jaguars who do you start Probably J.K. Yeah, Probably I, I, I do too. I don't love Zeke if you somehow He's have... He's been running hard. Dave Dobbins running hard. He yeah. is, and just the matchup's tough for the Cowboys too. San Fran's good, yeah, yeah. especially against the run. He hasn't been good anyways, so 
I'm looking to get out if I can, but we understand if you can't. I mean, Josh Jacobs is a better start, probably. I got one for you. Uh, for Zeke or David Montgomery? David Montgomery, no doubt. No doubt? No okay. doubt. I don't right. like Zeke at this point, so the matchup's tough and the offense isn't good. Uh, I like Montgomery. We'll touch on him later, too. What do you think? Is that even close for you? No, I go Montgomery, too. i just trying to, trying to get a pulse on it. Yeah, it is. So, uh, Zeke is more in the, like, 24 to 30 in the running back thing, where you're yeah. probably starting him if you don't have two. But let's say if you have another strong option and you picked up Mike Davis way back, I'm, I'm happy if I'm sitting Zeke. It might not be possible. But he doesn't have a huge ceiling this week, so just be wary of, of starting him. The 49ers side, we didn't touch on. Debo Samuel's out maybe for the year. Brandon Ayuk, his... Start him, start him, start him. Yeah, he's almost a must-start. I mean, there's not that many people above him. He's come out of nowhere. Mullins is still the quarterback, and even though he kind of sucks, he likes he likes Ayuk. Get Ayuk in your lineup. It, you really can't sit him this week. It's just a perfect matchup, perfect snap share. Yeah. He's great. I, I start Ayuk in almost every scenario just because, I mean, there's nobody else. I mean, even if Kittle's back, I mean, that just gets Ayuk a little bit more open in my yeah. eyes. Um, I like Ayuk a lot this week. Me too. So just anything else to touch on that matchup, I will say, if Kittle sits, Jordan Reed is an okay streamer. Yeah. Don't overlook the matchup being good because Dwelly's kind of entered the picture again. But he's not a bad streamer. If you've been starting Jimmy Graham all year, I like Jordan Reed over him if Kittle does indeed sit. So that's just the last thing on that matchup. Next up, we have a pretty interesting one. Seattle Seahawks against the recently pretty hot Washington football team. So on the Seahawks side of the ball, Tyler Lockett is one that's just not exploded in a while. Do you still put him out there with everything on the line? You you have to. There, I mean, there's nobody that, that could boom like that. I mean, you've had his floor plays the last couple weeks. I get it, and I get you're nervous because he was booming earlier. Business was booming at the beginning of the season. That's how Russ is. He was cooking. But, I mean, the kitchen got cold, and, and it is what it is. But I still... I think that now that DK has really emerged, I think that now this like you know second half push uh, might kind of open up for Lockett right now. Um, and what better team than the Washington football team? Uh, not a lot of good cornerbacks. Darby's the only decent one there, and he'll probably be on Metcalf. I, I think that uh, Lockett gets a TD this week. I, yeah. I think you think he really does. Yeah, it's it's just hard to sit him ever. So maybe maybe you don't like the boomer bust nature, but still he's just you have to. He's like a Will Fuller. He will finish the year top fifteen play. So what do you do with the top fifteen guy? You you start, you start him. him. That's pretty much it. The running back position. Chris Carson has come back, looked good. He's been scoring touchdowns. Washington is very good against the run. Yeah, I own him and I'm not loving it, but you still have to start him. He's part of a great offense, gets a lot of red zone work. So Carson's in your lineup, and and that's probably it. DJ's a must-star. I mean, yeah, I don't even no, think. Yeah. There's no question. No question. But that, that's about it on the Seahawks side. Are you starting Terry on the on the, on the the Washington's football team side? Because it's, I mean, without Alex, it's kind of iffy. And it is. It's just been, he's been getting a lot of double coverage. He's been, he's been getting fucking yanked at the line of scrimmage. He's been getting it this, this past couple weeks. What do you think? Yeah, so if the matchup were anything other than great, I would sit Terry, but it is the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, he, the game script should be right. Their defense isn't very good, so 
as much as he's kind of boned you lately, I still start Terry over most people as wide receiver two yeah. this week. I mean, it, it it might hurt, but he's still he's still really he's really just good. He's so talented. He is. He's, I mean, he's kind of like in a similar boat as like Lockett, where he really hasn't had. I mean, he's had better yard games than Lockett as of recently, but he just. The talent, it's just hard to sit because yeah. he could take any slant, he could take any route, make one guy miss and take it to the crib. I yeah. mean, he is the F1 McLaurin. I mean, I mean, he's, he's he a year two player, but, I mean, he is raw. He is. Now, <laughs> Gibson's out. Now, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he's kind probably of, out. Now, I, it I, makes, that kind of, you know, makes it more of a pass-style offense, yeah. too, in my eyes. Yeah, no, definitely so. And, and Terry's the same, kind of a locket where – they're going to finish as a top 15, 20 guy, so you, you have to just take the lows and the highs and play them every week. It'll work out more often than not. Yeah. So at running back, let's say Gibson sits. Do you like Barber, first of all, who's been the goal line guy? And obviously PPR, we love McKissick, but in a standard league, do you put him above a Melvin Gordon maybe or still no? Mm, yeah, I do. I, I think McKissick, I mean, he's kind of just – his, he has a decent role. It's kind of hard to ignore the role. Um, last week wasn't anything too crazy, but um, it's just the role is there. And they're going to throw the ball. It's, they're not going to really be running it. I, I'm not scared of Barber. I like McKissick probably in a PPR scenario over Gordon for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just the matchup's good. Everything, they should have to throw the ball. He's not elite by any means, but, you know, if, you're, if your two is kind of dicey or your flex spot, McKissick is a pretty good dice roll. Now, going on to the next – or, well, Logan Thomas. You, you start Logan yeah, Thomas. Yeah, I'm starting Logan Thomas. I, I like him here. I like him better with Alex Smith, but he's still in the kind of seven, eight, nine range. So, I like him a little bit more than a Hunter Henry, mm-hmm. but definitely not as the elite. So, I, he's kind of elevated to where he's, he's a better start than a lot of the wishy-washy guys like Jimmy Graham, Jordan Reed. I, I like Logan Thomas more than those guys. He did have a uh, tutty at the beginning of the season with Haskin at QB, so I'm not too scared there. Um, now into the next matchup, Bears at Vikings. Um, Allen Robinson, I mean, it, unless he sits from an injury, I mean, you have to start him. He just has yep. been so good. The, even though the quarterback play has been fluctuated, he's like old school D-hop. He doesn't matter. Just throw me the, throw me the go route. I'm going to go up and get it. Uh, he's been balling. Montgomery, we talked about it forever. Yep. He was running hard all season, didn't amount to anything because the Bears have been sucking dick. Bears aren't sucking too much dick lately. And now look at Montgomery. He is fucking green light go, Matthew McConaughey style. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot. He, yeah. He's hot, and I'm I'm going to start him. Uh, it's hard for me to imagine having two guys better than him. So if you held on to him, start him again. He, he should be good. He's looked great. You just got to kind of ride the hot streak. Any other players on Bears you want to talk? No, even okay. Cole Komet's emerged a little bit as a tight end, but I'm still out. out. There's 12 better options, even on the waiver wire, so look elsewhere. Even Jordan Reed's better than him. I don't like Cole Komet or Jimmy Graham. Anybody else on the Bears between A-Rob and uh, David Montgomery. And the Vikings is hard to touch on because they're just all – the players that are playable are auto starts. Uh, Dalvin Cook, auto start. Yep. Thielen, auto start. Jefferson, auto start. So it's kind of not really much to touch on, I guess. Irv Smith with Rudolph going down, yeah, you could. Um, but Irv Smith and Kirk are we're ones that we should touch on because Irv, I guess across the way, Cole Komet or Irv Smith Jr. If Rudolph sits, we like Irv better, right? I think I like Irv. Okay, so that's what he he's a high end streamer. He's not somebody you have to get in, but he's interesting enough to put him if you're struggling there bad. 
he's not a bad start if Rudolph does sit. Yeah. Um. Do you like do you like Kirk Cousins this week though? Not. Uh, I don't hate him as much as just the matchup would yeah. suggest because he's been okay, but I I would hope you have something better. Yeah. If you're in the semis, you probably do. So unless you're hurting, look look elsewhere from Kirk. Yeah, I like Kirk over maybe Tua or Matt Ryan, but um, yeah, that, not, that's, that's, that's that's where he is. That's kind of where he is right now. Kind of that back end twelve fringe thirteen fourteen where he could yeah. be a ten, but he's got to take a, a touchdown away from Cook. So that's that's hard to do. Cook's been cooking, not Russ. Um, let's go to the next matchup: Patriots at Dolphins. Man, with who to start, who to talk about. Do you start anybody in the Patriots is a question, and I'm a resounding no. Yeah, I'm a no. Damian Harris would be the most likely one, and I'm still just no. I mean, he's kind of hurt. I don't think you start any Patriots unless you have to. If you got to this point, we've touched on other guys. At receiver, Jacoby Myers, nope. Go with KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, somebody like that. I don't think there's anybody in the Patriots to talk about. I'd maybe start Cam... But it's difficult. Miami's D's been good, so I hope you can lean away from that. But, I mean, I see a reality where he maybe gets a rushing touchdown this week and has, you know, a decent, you know, 16-point game, which could, you know, save you from a bust game. But still, that's just not something I'm banking on. I I think a scenario, let's say I was waiting on Drew Brees to come back. He doesn't come back. Okay. Cam has a little bit of boom in him yeah. to where if I'm just ballsy, I start him. But and he that, is their goal line back. Yeah, but that, that's, that's it. it. Um, now, on the other side, we talked about Miami D. You, they're auto start. Uh, yeah. We've talked about it uh, a couple weeks back. Miami D, you just almost auto start them out for the rest of the season. Uh, they're just way too good. I mean, you saw it last week against Pat Mahomes. They were yep. still getting picks. They were still doing what they do, sacking. Um but other than that, what's an what's an auto start for the Dolphins? Because Gesicki is out. Icky Gesicki, he is. <laughs> he's which, out. Which is a bummer because he was looking good. And he was yes, kind of getting his role uh, in there. Um, other than him, I'm uh, gonna say zero must starts. <coughs> so I will say Miles Gaskin's been good, and assuming he's good to go, which did he go back on? He went on COVID list, right? Yeah. So let's say, assuming he's good to go, he's a pretty good start. He's probably a little bit above, for me, like a Melvin Gordon. He's mm-hmm. like an average two. You could give him a go. Devontae Parker worries me. He's injured. He looks like he'll play. But even then, I'm hoping to go somewhere else. I have a decent streamer on the Dolphins I like this week. I like Bowden. Lyndon Bowden. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's actually, he got like 60-something yards last week, maybe more than that. Uh, and he actually is getting rush attempts because he has been a running back. So with Miles Gaskins potentially missing the game, if he does miss, I think that uh, Bowden is a very nice flex this week. I almost put him in like a like a upside wide receiver three kind of status where he could maybe touch two. I mean, he, he's going to get work, especially if Gaskins out. I like him a lot this week. See, I think that's important. If Gaskin is out, Lynn Bowden in a wide receiver slot – is an excellent play. Yeah. Because he could very much, you know, get a bunch of carries too. He's kind of like a running back. And, and in the Yahoo leagues and uh, I think ESPN league right now, he does have the, the dual tag running back wide receiver. Yeah. So that's a nice wide receiver flex right now. Yeah. Now, if Gas can come back, be careful about that because I think it gets dicey there. Yeah. So. You really need to monitor the Gaskin situation and the Parker situation right now. Um, 
if Parker's out, Bowden's good. If uh, Parker's in and Gaskin's out, I still think Bowden's good. So um, that's kind of what I have to say about the Dolphins. What do you? We're not starting to, huh? No, but Devontae Parker, if he does play, kind of what tier do we put him in? He's like he's like a a fringe wide receiver two, I guess. But I mean, he's more of a wide receiver three, honestly. Like, Let's he say just... him against Nelson Aguilar on Thursday. Who who do you like there? That, see, that's that's where he is to me. Where I, I would like to sit him, but he's I, not I'd the worst. I'd probably start Aguilar. I probably I think we t- I think we honestly brought that one up at the beginning. I think I'd start Aguilar. Yeah, I I, I think so too. So, uh, yeah, Devontae Parker. I mean, he, he's a good player. If you okay. got to put him out there, he's better than a lot of guys. But we okay. don't we don't highly suggest him. Shark or. Parker. That's I good. Think, I think Minshew comes back this week. That's good. I he think does. Does he even come back this yeah, week? Yeah, he does. And I go Shark there. Okay. I like that too. I think so too. Yeah. I think, I think the injury week. just worries me about Devontae Parker because if he's limited, I, I would hate for that to be the reason I got screwed in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Whereas Shark, even though the Jaguars suck, the Ravens are good. He gets a lot of targets. So I lean Shark there and I still don't love Shark. So that kind of tells you how we feel about Devontae Parker. Yeah, and uh, don't let recency bias let you forget that Parker is very injury prone. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, he had a good season last year, and he had a decent start this year. Uh, very injury prone, so very thing, a very close thing to monitor on that. Uh, let's go right into the next matchup. We're already talking about it. Yeah, uh, Jaguars at Ravens. Uh, James Robinson, got to start him. Yeah. I mean, no one else in the Jaguars. I mean, besides Chark, you start Chark with Minshew in. If some weird scenario, Minshew's out, uh, you sit Chark, in my opinion. Ravens, you're not... I mean, Marquise Brown has got paid dirt the past three weeks, and he also dropped the touchdown, I think, either a week before that where he would have had four consecutive weeks with a touchdown. Do you like you like Brown this week? Well, guess what? Earlier today, he went on the COVID list. Oh, he did? He did, which is a bummer because he finally looked good and has a good matchup. So, assuming he's out, you really got to just kind of write off the Ravens' pass-catching options outside of Andrews. Yeah, that caught me by surprise, too. I would have suggested him above a Devontae Parker if he plays. It looks like that's not going to happen. Okay, so you don't, I mean, you fire up Mark Andrews, I guess. Mark Andrews, yeah. He had a good week last week, and if you have him, you're probably riding him out. I don't see a scenario where you don't. I like him. You're starting J.K. Dobbins. Big time. I love J.K. Dobbins. And then even Gus Edwards, he becomes a, if you need to roll the dice at flex, he's got a lot of upside for touchdowns. He's going to get goal line looks. I mean, we said it like seven weeks ago. He's been getting all the goal line looks. He's going to continue to get goal line looks. Obviously, J.K. is now kind of absorbing the role that Mark Ingram used to have, but that still is giving carries to Gus Edwards. I mean, he's the goal line back. He's just a bigger bruiser, and yeah. he's running harder than all Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins right now. Now, so. take this in context. He's not a must-start or a high-end two, even Gus Edwards. He's still kind of the second fiddle. But if you're looking for somebody to just put in the flex, he, he has a lot of scenarios where he can go off. So we like Gus. As that flex dicey play over, probably a lot of other iffy options. It's kind of good rapid fire. Let's go into the next one. Uh, Buccaneers at Falcons. Now, a lot of wide receivers for the Buccaneers. Uh, I like Godwin. I like Evans. And I, I like Gronk. I'm not very confident in Gronk, but I like Gronk. 
Um, and then I'm, I think I'm sitting AB. I mean, yeah, I'm sitting Antonio Brown. And like you said, Gronk, he, he scares me a little. You've probably been riding him to this point, and I like him better than a lot of the options on mm-hmm. the, like a Cole Komet. I'm not going to pick yeah. him up and start him over Gronk, but Gronk's not the best either. Like, I would start Kittle over Gronk mm-hmm. if Kittle were to return and you have both. Now, Fournette with Ronald on, Rojo on the injury. Probably an RB2 this week. It's tough because he was a healthy scratch last week, right? But you got to have short memory. Yeah. They don't have anybody else to be the bruising type role. And, yeah, they they should be up in this game. So, I do. I like Leonard Fournette quite a bit this week as a solid two. I I think he gets in the end zone, and that's a healthy floor. Now, the other backfield, Todd Gurley. Um, You kind of – you probably have to start him. He's kind of probably gotten you the dance so far, even though – it's just been a weird year. If you've actually watched the games, it's just been uh, he de- he doesn't look anything special, but he still has good games. Uh, what the wide receivers? You're a Julio owner. What is Julio? So I think he misses this week. Okay. Uh, Raheem Moore today called him week to week. It's strange to say if he plays this week. If he does play, you pretty much gotta play him. It sucks. It really does. But if he's out. Ridley gets bumped up a little bit, and Russell Gage becomes a good streamer option for me. Not a not a yeah. great play anywhere, but it's a name that you could pick up if you're waiting on the Devontae Parker. We talk about him a lot, you know. Yeah. But if Devontae Parker were late and active, I like Gage as a good fill-in there. And that's pretty much it. Gurley, man, I'm hoping you've tried to slowly wean off of the old nipple of Todd Gurley the last few <laughs> weeks. If you haven't, you probably start him, but he's not, he's not a very strong start. Yeah, that's, that's a good analogy because he has been giving you milk, but nah, as of recently, a little recently, bit chunky. Little bit chunky meh, we're hoping we're getting some uh, some formula at this point. Absolutely. So Hayden Hurst, he, <laughs> I've honestly forgotten about him as a player. Yeah, yeah. But when I just look at him versus, I don't know, let's call it the Mark Andrews and stuff. It's pretty clearly Mark Andrews. Yeah, it's just it's hard to start him without the touchdowns. I mean. We were hoping for so long to get touchdowns. We didn't get them. We got nice, decent floor with yards, but you, that's not someone you you sit. I mean, you start every week. Uh, it's just not what it is. I, I like a lot of other options more than Hurst this week. Um, Agreed. I'd, I'd avoid him almost at all costs. Yep, I'm with you. So in the next matchup, we've got the Detroit Lions, which is kind of a mess. Matt Staff is looking kind of doubtful to play against the Titans who have been rolling. Lions side of the ball, let's say Matt Stafford sits. Do you start DeAndre Swift? And what about Marvin Jones? Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to assume Galladay misses again. So yeah, There's nothing to play that. for. There's nothing to play for. He's yeah. on a contract year. Yeah. He's going to be a free agent. You have to think about things logically. It's not just the team that controls if he plays or not. It's him at this point. He can say however hurt he really is or not is just because he doesn't want to actually go out and get a – very serious injury. Um, he's going to be one of the top free agents at wide receiver on the market if he can come out healthy right now and doesn't get re-injured. So I think he sits for the rest of the season. I think this season, uh, this week and next week he sits. Um, I Marvin Jones, for that reason, if Matt Staff is there, I like him a lot. Yep. If Matt Staff's not there, I don't like him at all. I don't like really any piece of the Lions offense except Hawkinson just because he's been pretty consistent um, and he's just a good tight end. I mean, it's he's a really good tight end talent. Yep. Uh, we'll see that in a future season if Matt Staff stays the Lions and they can have a full season together. We'll definitely see that. But I, 
nobody else is really jumping out the lines for me. I don't like AP. I don't like. I don't Swift like Swift. Swift is the one. That's that's where it gets interesting. I, I, I he's an okay two. He's an okay two. But if Matt Staff sits, I think it's going to be kind of a struggle on O. So he he's not great. He's probably not what you were hoping for. Looking at the Titans coming into this week, so. We'd probably suggest you go elsewhere on the Lions' side outside of Hawkinson. Now, the Titans, Corey Davis kind of did people dirty last week, even though he's been feasting, and we talked about it probably six weeks ago where he's actually a startable asset in the future. Now, what say of you of of Davis? I I think Davis is still startable. I I mean, that's been the worst game he's had all year. So, I mean, unless you're looking for him to repeat that, I mean, he feasts with – uh, Brown getting the number one coverage on the other side. I mean, I, I like Corey Davis this week a lot. I'm back on the Corey Davis train, too. He's a strong two to me. I'm going to try to start him in a lot of places. I like him over Chark, for example, still. So, Corey Davis for me is good. And then, obviously, A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry are excellent. Johnny Smith is dicier than usual, but if you have him, you're probably still starting him. And then I like good. Uh, <sighs> Sorry, I need a salt right now. Shit. Uh, I, I like Tannehill this week, actually. I think yeah, he's it's a, a top good matchup. 12. I think he's a tw- top 12 start this week. Um, it's going to be hard to, to find someone that that's going to be better than him that you probably picked up off the wire or just a late-end draft pick that you had. Yep, and Tennessee D is a good stream if Matt Staff sits. So keep yeah. an eye oh, out. Hell they yeah. might not be owned. That's a little sneaky play this week, so keep an eye. We were sneaky. A little bit sneaky. Now let's go right in the next matchups. Get, get going. Texans at Colts. Man, Texans. Texans fucking suck. They suck, and they've kind of folded up. So on their side of the ball, Deshaun Watson isn't elite start this week, but I'm still struggling to sit him. You probably start him. You might not be super happy about it, but I think you still start him. Brandon Cooks, if he returns, he's an okay wide receiver too. Not great. And Kiki QT is a decent flex play. Really not much more. That's it. No running backs for the Texans. Yeah, and... What a sad story the Texans are. I, I fucking hate talking about them. I guess it's just because we're from Houston, but fucking Christ, I'm actually pissed off I mean, now. a great season for Deshaun has gone completely to waste. So, But even oh. now, he's running more. So I, you still start he's Deshaun gotta, Watson. You start yeah. him. Yeah, he's, yeah, just, he's fucking Deshaun Watson. Yep. He's way, uh, you start him, but God, uh, Colts. Uh, yeah, you start T.Y. T.Y. looks like a potential league winner right now. You scoop him up off your wire. He's back. He's potentially going to win you the league right now. He's crazy good, and he's back in form, and Phillip Rivers looks like he has just enough in that old arm slingshot the to get it to him. The old shot put. He's only got enough to get it to him right yeah. now. Uh, now, J.T. Taylor, yeah, you have to start him. He yep. also looks like he could win you the league right now. I For think sure. those two, no question – you start them. Unless an injury happens, you're starting them from here on out. And if you're yep. somehow in a, in a Week 17 uh, play, then I, you start him as well in Week 17. I think you start him the rest of the way. I, I'm with you. And other than Jonathan Taylor and T.Y. Hilton, who are damn near must-starts, three people on their team are interesting as streamers because the Texans are so bad. Phillip Rivers, shockingly, is not a bad streamer this week. Uh, Michael Pittman is an okay wide receiver streamer. And Naheem Hines... PPR, he's a great flex play. Standard leagues, he's still got some upside because they probably put up a lot of yards, a lot of points against the Texans. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I think I think all three of those are decent streams. And then, obviously, you're starting Colts D. Yeah. I mean, Colts D has been good. 
not a lot of I mean fancy games haven't been amazing, but they're they're decent defense, and you got it. You got to roll with them this week. The, I think the so. The Texans offense really can't even get their own feet underneath them. Uh, I think it'll be a nice week. Definitely so. Yeah, go into so, it. So next up we have the Eagles, who have a little bit of new life versus the Cardinals. I uh, will be pretty quick on this one. Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to overreact to last week personally and make him a must start, but he's probably among the top 10, 12 guys. If, you, yeah. if you're needing a fill-in, Jalen Hurts has, has proven to be pretty good. Yeah, I like him over Matt Ryan this week. Yeah. Um, I like him over Tua. I like him over uh, Trubisky. Um, I like him over a lot of players. I, I like him a lot this week. Basically, below the the every week starters, he's next up for a guy yeah. that the matchup's pretty good. Great running floor. Jalen Hurts, if you need a quarterback, he doesn't get much better. Miles Sanders Commander has Sanders new life. Sanders is back. He is, and son of a bitch. He screwed me so many times this season, but... <laughs> you don't even win once, you don't get the smoothie, Greg. I know, Come I know. On. Last week, I could have used that point, you piece of shit, Miles Sanders. But, having Commander said that, Sanders. he's got new life. Their offense is better. He's he's a great start this week. He's a high end RB two kind of guy. A lot of upside there. Pass catching options. Alshon scored. I still don't want to start any of them. Even Rager, yeah. I'm out. Mm-hmm. The tight ends. Goddard's probably still a pretty good start, but even then with Earth back, his upside's diminished. So really, just Hurts and Sanders. I'm trying to start. I'm okay with Goddard, but that's about it at the Eagles side of the ball. Yeah, I'm okay with Goddard. I hope that you maybe have someone else and you picked up Goddard, you know, at the back end of the season because he was like a back end kind of scoop. Yeah. Hoping you have somebody else. Like, I um, like Gronk versus him. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I like this Gronk. Week? I like Gronk a lot. Yeah, so, so Goddard's just, uh, if you must play him, he's better than nothing. Yeah. I even might like freaking uh, Cook. Cooks for the Saints more than uh, got it this week, depending on if Drew comes back. Um, yeah. Now, going to the Cardinals, I mean, D-Hop, you got to start. Uh, Drake, you have to start at this point. Pretty much, he's and good. And then everyone else is a no-go. Kirk's a no-go. Yep. Uh, we're looking at maybe Max Williams developing a role. He's still a no-go. He's a good tight end to maybe monitor going into next season if he's got preseason uh, camp hype. But other than that, you're not really starting – Anyone else in the Cardinals? Uh, you're nope. starting K one. You got to start Murray, right? Yep. Yep. Got to. Uh, Eagles are dog shit. Got to do it. Now Jets at Rams. L A Rams D. Fire them up. Yep. Robert. Elite. Robert play Woods. This week. Cooper Cup. Fire them up. Cam Akers. Yep. N- another league winner potentially right here. Cam Akers has turned up the Jets, and they're giving him more carries than they did with Henderson when Henderson was kind of the primo back. So yep. I think they're definitely committing to Cam Akers. I think this was kind of their plan the whole season was to get a back acclimated and kind of ready for like a postseason run because they've done it before, so they understand what it kind of takes to get a back hot and then ride them in the playoffs. They did it literally to a Super Bowl. Um, I, I like Akers a lot this week. Yeah, game script is going to be perfect for him. I like him more than even a Josh Jacobs. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I do. He's I in that wish range, I right? Had him. Yeah, so I, he's probably a RB one must start. Yeah, you got to start him. It's just no one. What do you have? Like thirty two carries? It's, it's something crazy. Yeah, that many touches, I think, and they should be up on the Jets and just trying to slam it home. So. Yeah, he's almost he is a must start. You That's can't it. you can't sit him. Jets side of the ball, nobody. Nobody. Nobody interests me. Even the receivers, they're not worth a dart throw, so that's it. Just start all your Rams. Don't start any Jets. Uh, next up is a pretty pretty big matchup. The Kansas City Chiefs go to New Orleans to face the Saints. 
Chiefs side of the ball, the running backs, I'm out on both. I'm starting many people over both options. I start Melvin Gordon yeah. over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. You feel the same? Yeah. So out on them. Uh, at the receiver, outside of Tyreek, Sammy Watkins has looked all right coming back, but I still don't love it. It's just going to be the big three for me mm-hmm. in Kansas City. Yeah, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek. Um, and those three have got you there. You better pray they continue because they're probably the reason why you got there. Um, now, the Saints, it's it's kind of iffy. where They were kind of pending Drew Brees news. Drew Brees news. But if not, what, what say you white chocolate? Are you still starting white chocolate this week? Taysom Hill, for me, that is his I, legal name. I put him slightly below Jalen Hurts, if that kind of says okay. it. Okay. Where he, he's a good stream to me, but I don't love the start. The Chiefs are better than – people are starting to figure out Taysom Hill a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I'm hoping to go a different direction. Mm-hmm. I'd probably rather start Goff against the Jets personally than Taysom Hill. So – Either him or Drew Brees, whoever starts this game, I'm looking to avoid. What do you think? I'm the same way, but I, I had to bring it up because I know people scooped him and probably they were desperate for a quarterback and yep. starting him and were very happy with the production. And now Definitely. it's kind of looking like a different outcome right now. Yep. So I, I'm the same way on that. I might even like a, a Jared Goff this week more than Taysom Hill. I'm there. I'm there as well. Um, uh, Michael Thomas, MT. Uh, you got to start him. I mean, he's just – he's Michael Thomas. Now, Cooks is a nice little tight end streamer this week. Um, they're going to have to score the ball. Uh, they're going to have to pass the ball. Yeah. Um, so, I think Cooks could maybe get a tutty or maybe, you know, have 60 yards on the day, a couple catches if you're in PPR. That'll be nice. Uh, Alvin Kamara, got to start him. Now, Latavius Murray, what do you think of him? I'm fading away I'm from fading, him. I know. Yeah, they're not running as hard now. They're, they're not. It looked like he might have a few weeks in a row. I think they already passed, so I'm not looking for him. Yeah. Now, Browns at Giants. Browns, I mean, you start both of the, the running backs there with confidence, right? Very Even much. Hunt. They're hot, yeah. Kareem Hunt, I don't think he's a must start, but he's a good RB2. If, if you have the luxury of having two better guys... There's still a world where he doesn't explode, but uh, they're both. I mean, Chubb is elite wide, elite RB one. Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt's still a great start. I got a nice little start sit for you. Let's Kareem, do it. Kareem Hunt or uh, David Montgomery. That one's really close for me. I just go with the David Montgomery, the sure thing with being the lead dog, and he's just been piping hot. And the Vikings aren't a great D. That's close to me, but that that's a scenario where I sit Kareem Hunt if I have Montgomery and Akers, you know. If I'm that fortunate right now, I like those guys a little more than Kareem. But Kareem's still a nice play. One more. You got uh, Kareem Hunt or Josh Jacobs? Oh, that's tough. That That's about as much of a toss-up as you can get. For I know. me, I, I still go Josh Jacobs. I still trust in the volume. Just... Kareem Hunt scares me a little. Just he has more oppor- There's more of a possibility that he gets only ten touches for fifty yards. It, you know, it's it, it seems it doesn't happen to him very often, but there's still a world where that happens, and that worries me. I, I yeah. still like Jacobs above him. Kareem's a mid range too. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, now Jarvis Landry, he didn't get paid dirt last week. He didn't get the tutty, but yeah. I like him a lot this week. I do. He and even Rashad Higgins has mm-hmm. been good. 
But if I just had to pick one here, I'm going to go with the safer play of Jarvis Landry, and and that's pretty much it. He is the X receiver, even though Higgins has a decent connection with uh, Mayfield. The the offense is going to be schemed for Jarvis, and he's been good. He's been running hard. He's been getting open. Um, Now the Giants... I mean, I guess you could start Gallman, right? I mean, he's been he's been sneaky. He's been actually yeah. getting points. I mean, I don't know where the fuck he gets the points from, but he pulls the points out of his ass every plops them down. He he's, does. It's fucking weird. He does, but as sneaky as he's been, the Browns have been Deep. sneaky good. Yeah, I know. On run That's why I kind of propped it. I'm hoping to avoid Gallman this week. I yeah. think the magic runs out this week, so I'm down on him more than most this week. He's a flex play at best for me. Uh, any of the wide receivers you like. None of them, and I don't even like Evan Ingram this week. I like Jared Cook better, Goddard better, and that's just it. The Giants, it's Gallman, if anybody, and even then, I don't love. I don't love anybody on that side. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't. I don't like. I don't even like Ingram. I don't like any of that. Just no. avoid all of that bullshit. Yeah. Now let's get into the last. The last matchup. Your potential league winner here. If you got players in this matchup, I mean, you're gonna be shitting bricks until Monday night. Steelers at Bengals, I mean, start Steelers D, I mean, that could potentially win you. That looks like it could win you the league right now. Uh, if, they, if they pop off these next two weeks as they should against these teams, um, Steelers D looks very nice. Now, the receivers for the Steelers, that's a toss-up. Juju's looked really good. Uh, Deontay's been getting targets, can't do shit with the targets, a lot of drops. Yeah. Um what say do you? I mean, Claypool has kind of came back down to earth. I mean, what what do you think? I think that I'm going to have to be a little bit assume that the last few games were not going to continue, and I love the Steelers' pass catching options this week. They have to win. I think they're going to gut it out big. So, Deontay Johnson, I'm, I'm back on board starting him. Juju starting him. Even Claypool. I'm starting all those guys. I think Ebron is the odd man out with me downgrading the pat, the passing game of the Steelers a little. All three options, though, I do like quite a bit this week. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I think that the with the run deficiency that they're having with the yeah. Steelers, I think they're going to have to pass heavy. And I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel for the Steelers to maybe hope that the Chiefs lose this week and they could kind of emerge first again. So um, I think they're going to be playing hard, especially – uh, the passing game, I think it's going to be firing on all cylinders. Because Big Ben actually has looked good this season. It's just been kind of weird. Uh, the drops, he's kind of like cucked him last week. Um, I, I think Big Ben's a decent, actually, like little start this week. What do yeah, you think? He, he's worried me by looking really gimpy the last few weeks. But this matchup's so soft that even he, if he is, he's got the weapons to just go hard. He, he plays with the gimp a lot, though. He's got he like does, a pimp lip that he plays with. He kind of just has swagger when he's got the gimp He going, does. Though. And this this week, they've got a, uh, yeah, I, I like him a lot. Pass-wise, the Steelers are great. As far as the running backs go, James Conner, I guess, has a quad injury or something. If he plays, I'm not. I'm still not playing him. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not. If yeah. he sits, though, I do like Benny Snell as a pretty good two if you needed him. Yeah, I like Snell. You later. Uh, that's a that is a nice little sneaky start this week, especially with Connor out. Now Bengals. Wow. Uh, anyone you want to start from the Bengals, Greg? Anyone? anyone no. Anyone. Even even if uh, even if Mixon returns, it's a no go. If I've got to go somebody here, it's T Higgins, and I'm not. I'm, I'm He's just actually not. hurt a little bit this week. He actually, is. So, so. A, even a Tyler Boyd, I would preferably go Tim Patrick or KJ Hamler. Yeah. You do the same. Yeah. I mean, just, I'm just, just out on avo- everybody. Avoid the, avoid the Bengals. 
when everything's on the line, don't pick either of them. So that's all that's all I've got. Yeah, I mean, this one's a little bit longer. We hope that we kind of touched on everything that you needed to. If you're still listening or still tuned in and we didn't touch on what you, you need or questions you have with your own roster, feel free to hit us on Twitter at FanBros, uh, at FanBros Podcast. Uh, please hit us up. We love to help you all out. We know it's crunch time. You want someone's opinion. We'll help you weigh in on the matchup. So good luck, everybody, coming up. Uh, we'll plan the paintball outing where I get lit up. We'll, we'll do that pretty soon, maybe the weekend after championships but everybody good luck send us your questions hope y'all go on and prosper in the championship round i'm a nigga being on i'm a nigga stay solid i'm a nigga some players i'm a nigga's retired